Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the legendary Nelson's Buffeteria in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And later in the show, Oklahoma makes the best places to retire list. I'm Brett. And I'm Harley. And I have no chance of retiring. I'm on day six of working. But I did get a chance to go to Guthrie. How Finally. about we get a, a follow-up on yes. the... Because the first time, <laughs> for anybody that's just uh, tuning in... Jesus Christ, yeah. You didn't make it. You didn't make it. You didn't make it to Guthrie Haunts. You went to Ecuador and had lunch on your way to Guthrie. Right. Yeah, it was... Uh, a whirlwind adventure. I was going to say shit show. We did. Hey, we did drive by and take pictures of the uh, Stone Lion Inn at like 11 o'clock at night. Had people peeking out the window. <laughs> or sure was they... it people? <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, we got to do a redo last um, last Saturday after I got off at my loon- moonlighting gig. They were open till midnight, so it worked out. It's about a 42, 50 minute drive, something like that. So I don't. I don't know what? that we as as a listening audience yeah. have any real insight yeah. to Brett's threshold for fear because you're a you're a horror movie I'm fan. I'm a horror movie fan. But you're also a chicken. Okay, to be fair, okay. First I'm, of all, I haven't been to a haunted house since Bricktown Haunted Warehouse was one of the only things in Bricktown. So that tells you nice circa ninety five, ninety six. Okay. Haven't been back. I'm not big into jump scares, and the reality of the situation is any run of the any run of the mill haunted house is jump scares. This one is far from a run of the mill haunted house. So yeah, yeah, I'm kind of a I don't like to be startled. That's not my it's that's to me is more terrifying than watching somebody be disemboweled. I don't know that we've ever watched a horror movie together. We never have, but I feel like you would be hiding your head under the Mm-mm. covers. No horror movies. I'm like. I, I'm yawning because I'm like, oh, okay, another one of those. But when people jump out with me with a with a chainsaw or come out of nowhere, you get me every time. And to me, that's that's where you get your money's worth. If you can do that for me, and I had a blast. But I there, one, <laughs> so there were seven of us that went. Okay, we went through the thing, and some of us were more scared than others. I started at the front of the line, and slowly it was like, no, no, you go ahead. No, please, I insist you go ahead of me uh, to where I was in the middle of the pack, which didn't help. The only thing it did was it gave me a, you know, a four foot in depth uh, wall of like a meat, a meat shield to kind of give me a heads up of what's happening in front of me. But sometimes they got you where they they didn't scare the first two and then they came after me. Mm -hmm. But it was a nice I mean, it felt like we were in there forever, but really well designed, really well done. Highly, highly recommend it. And again, for having come out of out of my haunted house retirement, it was a blast. But the one of the funniest things ever occurred right at the almost to the end of this thing. So we get to and it kind of found it wasn't the end. It was maybe like the three quarters of the way. So we're going and going to this room, and this guy's got a chainsaw and chases you into this room. And we go, we see a door, so we're going for it. That's what you do. We went for the door, and all of a sudden, you hear this voice go. <laughs> you hear this voice go. That's the wrong one. It was the guy with the ch- the guy with the chainsaw broke the fourth wall. He's like, no, it's the- no, don't go that way. <laughs> it was so funny because we had 
you know, two minutes ago was, ah, I'm going to get you. <laughs> and the next thing it's like, uh, wrong door. I'm sorry, sir. I'm you, sorry. Uh, take a U-turn here. But Caleb went back through again. He called me. He goes, you remember the room where they heard us into? We couldn't find our way out. It's like, yeah. He said, they put somebody by that door with like a grinder to kind of herd you toward the, because what it was, it was those, like, uh, you think of like um, those flaps, like on a receiving mm-hmm. door or something like that. That's where, you, but we couldn't tell. It just looked like we couldn't tell what it looked Bad like. Bad lighting or Bad something. Bad lighting or something. But all in all, great experience. Would highly recommend. You know, it was kind of wet and rainy. So you're thinking that it was going to be muddy. But John Pagonis put sand. So it's not, you're not slipping and sliding. Yeah. It's just a really well set up, well, really well thought out situation. They've got food trucks. They've got performers. They've got all kinds of stuff. Great photo op opportunities with Superstition FX. I mean, it's just a just a ton of fun. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to try to go to more of those next year and definitely go back to Guthrie for sure. Yeah, so, I mean, it's over. It's over. The Halloween season. It's o- this, this Oaklatober is it's over. done. We're back to food trucks and peanut festivals now. So, you know, the one of the reasons, and I don't know if, if this got recorded anywhere else, but the reason, one of the reasons that I chose the current location to yeah. cover on the show is I had a bad experience with chicken fried steak. It's that time of year where I said it, you did it, Lord, you did it. I need to be flogged. You should be sacked. But really, after Halloween, yeah. you start having people come into town. Oh, yeah. So let's go out to eat. Yeah. And that's a costly expenditure yes. if you have a big group. And so. And you don't want mediocrity on the menu. Absolutely not. So I had a flashback to a great place in Tulsa. Yeah. Nelson's Buffeteria. Well, you're probably not the only one. They've been around a while. <laughs> Originally started in 1929 in downtown Tulsa. So now they're currently on 41st Memorial uh-huh. in Tulsa. They serve breakfast and lunch only, buffet style, Monday yeah. through Friday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's it. Perfect hours. And here's the thing. How many buffets do you know or cafeterias that are still open that have been open since 1927? 29. 29. Yes. They've been open since 1929. Furs isn't around anymore. You know, and the thing about it, and I don't think you can put Nelson's in the same category oh, no. No. with the the run-of-the-mill You mean buffet. it's not like a golden age golden corral? No. <laughs> For starters... It's historic. Right. Oh, yeah. Secondly, dude, the service mm. at Nelson's is off Top the notch. hook. Yeah. I mean, incredibly fast. Yeah. Like, you'll go in and think, oh, shit, there's no way I'm getting food in here. Right. Like, and- there's ju- just too many people. There's no way that I'm going to get through that line and get food and get out of here before, you know, the end of the year. Right. But... They're fast. I mean, they're fast. fast. And they, you don't have some kid sticking his finger in the chocolate fountain like at Golden Corral or someone licking their fingers before they touch the pepperoni pizza. Uh, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> at one point in time, like I said, they were downtown Tulsa. Yeah. And I think like the vegan, low carb thing kind of just hit them at exactly the wrong time. And they ended up going out of business and they had, they, it took them a while to move to their new location. Mm-hmm. And I mean, again, historic location, but they also had a historic sign. And apparently 
them moving their sign to their new location, they was a nightmare. Really? They wanted, they have that classic yeah. neon sign. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous sign. Historic, gorgeous, Route 66 yeah, style yeah. neon yeah, sign. Yeah, sure. But when they moved to their new location, they had to meet all of the new building codes. Oh. And so all of the, the electronics, all of the neon had to be updated. was mixed. Yeah. So they spent a fortune getting their sign retrofitted so they could have that original sign at their new location. Just a, a little bit of history on it, but dude, worth every cent. Yeah. I don't know if you looked at the pictures of Nelson's, but that neon sign... It should never be taken down. Yeah, and to me, I feel like this—if it's not on the on a a registry of historic places, it should be. There's so many places in Tulsa that you look and go, "I'm just glad they didn't tear it down." You know what I mean? There's a couple of service stations that are scattered around oh, yeah. uh, that have been converted into flower shops or burger joints. I like the retrofitting type. Uh, situation, and I like it even better when in, when a place like that would have normally. Honestly, I hate to say it, in Oklahoma City, Nelson's would they would have closed it, and that'd have been the end of it. Yeah, it would have been. And that's the other thing I, that I really admire about Tulsa. I love Tulsa, but what I really admire about them is what they've done to kind of re, reinvigorate the scene and not just let it fall into disrepair and allow it to burn to the ground or. I, I just like what they've done to, to, to preserve their their history. We both independently go to Tulsa on a regular oh, basis. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you've never been to Nelson's hurts yeah, my feelings well, a little bit. And I bit. have family from there. Yeah. But so. I, I really think once you once you try this place, you're gonna be mad at yourself for, for not never trying it. it before. Well, to be fair, I've kind of sworn off buffets and cafeterias. <laughs> but a buffeteria, that's something completely different. So one of the things that you will notice upon entering Nelson's, the wait staff mm-hmm. are dramatically above average on the looks meter. Oh yeah. So I mean that's that's one nice perk. I mean there's I've seen some cute people work at Golden Corral. It's been a while, but I've seen them. <laughs> <laughs> but more importantly, getting to the food, which yeah, yeah, is yeah. the star of the show. Oh, yeah. They are famous for their chicken fried steak and home-style mashed potatoes. The chicken fried steak is hand-battered and beaten to within an inch of its life every single day. That's unheard of in a a food production uh, genre such as buffeteering. It's unheard of. Their cream gravy is... Oh, God, don't do it. Dude, I'm telling you. Don't do it. It's amazing. It's like, like... you want to go swimming in it. It doesn't look congealed or... Dude, I'm telling you, it it's just... Oh, man. It takes you to a happy place. But their pies and cakes are made from scratch every single day. They, like I said, it's breakfast and lunch only. I'm just, I'm oh, just okay. scrolling through. Breakfast and lunch only. If you're going to go for breakfast, i got to stick with the chicken fried steaks. Yeah. The chicken fried steak God, breakfast with it. two eggs, hash browns, biscuits, and toast. Or... Don't make me choose. The breakfast hamburger. Grilled burger topped with fried egg, lettuce, tomato served with hash browns. I'm telling you, like, it's it, it really is one of those things where it's mind-bogglingly good. Yeah. And if you have breakfast, have a late breakfast. Because what I'm thinking 
is that you're probably going to want to go right back to the end of the line and, and go for again. lunch. Another thing that I really like is they have a daily special. So on Mondays, they have barbecue uh, barbecue ribs, liver, and onions. Mm. You had me at ribs, or, lost me at rib liver. But go ahead. Or baked spaghetti. Hey. On Tuesday, they do pot roast or chicken pot pie. On Wednesday, they do fried chicken, beef noodles, or meatloaf. On Thursday, they do chicken and dressing or the Nelly burger. And on Friday, they do baked cod, fried catfish, or Salisbury steak. I guarantee I know why they do that fish Friday thing. To kind of give you... For the Catholics? For the Catholics. And the and it's easier just to keep it on the menu than it is to bring it back. Because they've got the, Stout, the Salisbury steak for the Protestants and the mm-hmm. fish for the Catholics. As far as their pies go... Don't do it. I've, I've got to. Banana cream pie, chocolate cream pie, coconut cream pie. All I'm hearing is coconut cream pie. I Dude. love banana cream pie, but a coconut cream pie is so legit. It's just, well, it can be. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously. It, it has to be done right. It, if it's, yeah. I mean, I'll eat a piece of your, from the store, coconut cream Ugh. pie only because Ugh. it's coconut cream pie, but I would much rather have that Nelson's Buffeteria coconut cream pie with a side of chocolate cream pie. And a sliver of banana cream. I, I like all cream pies, to be completely <laughs> honest. I, I wouldn't admit to that, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, no. But I, honestly, the the atmosphere of this place, the food, service, the, ser- the service is top notch. I don't know how to explain it. I don't, there are certain restaurants, certain businesses in the state where they have found people that are phenomenally good at customer service absolutely and they hoard them and you'll find that there's a desert of good customer service all around this place because they literally have hired every single person that's got good customer service skills and another thing again i i almost feel like having not had nelson's buffeteria i'm literally comparing comparing apples to starships but typically in places similar let's just do that Similar to Nelson's Buffeteria, and I'm that's there's a thin, thin margin there. Mm-hmm. You might get a refill, you don't get anything, you bear, you, you know, once you pay for it, you never see your, your waiter again unless you flag them down to refill your, you know, high C fruit punch or whatever it is. I still like to see my waiter, I still like to have that one to one interaction. I do too. I will say. I've run into a a thing lately, and not at Nelson's. I'm not talking about Nelson's. Nelson's top-notch. They know what they're doing. Right. But I've run into at other restaurants where you have waiter, a, a waiter or waitress coming to your table. You either get the people who don't interact with you well, or you get the people who try too hard. Yeah. Like, I'm... Hey, lo- guys. Love yeah. you to death. Right. But I don't want long eye contact mm-hmm. from a stranger. Call me honey, ask if I need a refill. Right. I'll be back in a little bit but if you need th- something don't else. Don't try to my look into my soul. Right. My like, name's I, Alice. If you need anything, holler at me. Exactly. That's exactly. it. Back to Nelson's, though. The Their yeast rolls are so... Are yeasty. I got a roll. Okay. Amber got a cornbread roll. Yeah. Both of them were phenomenal. So there are certain aspects that you're looking for when you get either of those items. Right. Like the yeast roll, warm, warm, like crisp, not crispy, but like 
kind of tough on tough on the outside and Dense. super soft yeah. on the inside. Yeah. And then the cornbread has to be relatively moist. Right. Because the problem with cornbread is you can easily it's yeah it's, it's easy to dry it out. It's easy to dry it out, and you have to dip it dip it in water to to get it to come back. I could have literally eaten a meal of just one of those items, like fill up my plate with either the yeast rolls or the cornbread, and I would have eaten all of it and wouldn't have I would have loved my meal. Well, you know, and typically I've been hesitant in the past with restaurant buffet situations. In fact, let's go all the way back to 1994 when Poncho's was open. You'll see where I'm going with this once I get there. All right. I have a hard time with someone serving me my food at a buffet cuz Poncho's was kind of, it was a Mexican buffeteria basically. Okay. I just have a hard time with going give me a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of that. I like to serve myself, but it sounds to me like the level of quality, there are certain things that I could probably overlook Mm -hmm. just based on the quality aspects, but I typically don't, and the thing I didn't like about Ponchas is the cheesy thing of raising my flag up to have the waiter come back and and me tell him I want three tamales, two tacos, and yada yada. I'd be willing to let go some of those insecurities one of the things that i think is amazing is price wise Mm. they're actually a bargain really like you can go here and eat for less than you would spend at brahms is that right swear to god for that quality that quantity of food i don't know how they do it i don't know what they're doing but they're cooking the books and they're serving it on on the buffet Yeah, I mean, but it's it's relatively inexpensive. Yeah. Chicken fried steak and gravy breakfast, $8.69. Seriously? I swear to God. How much, um, that, how much is that pie? <laughs> Does that include the pie? A three-egg omelet is $6.50. Jiminy Christmas, hell, eggs are $3 a dozen, right? World-famous <laughs> chicken fried steak dinner, $9.69. Pan-fried steak, $9.69. Seriously? Swear to God. The barbecue ribs, liver, and onions, nine sixty nine. The blue plate special, the cheap version, is the spaghetti, baked spaghetti, $7.99. Jiminy Christmas. That's the best value in any town. You're not going to find a better deal. So when I was talking earlier about how I had a, a bad chicken fried steak experience, yeah, Amber and I had shared that meal. Okay. And we were full. So you got, you got your money's worth for the serving but not for the quality. If Amber and I could go out to eat for nine dollars and sixty nine cents mm-hmm. for both of us, yeah, holy cow! Well, like, that's, that's think, like living in the fifties. Well, and think about it. We don't have anywhere like this around here. But when you think of when so if somebody said to you, "Hey, uh, I know where you can get a chicken fried steak dinner for for ten bucks," I, in your mind you're like, "Okay, it's going to be a ten dollar. It's a, it's Grandy's, yeah, Vegas, same way." I know where you can get a, a shrimp cocktail for 50 cents. Yeah, I know what I'm getting for 50 The shrimp still has the freaking turd yeah. veins in it. Yeah. This is quality food. Quality food, and like I said, historic. The customer service is unexplainable to me. Good ambiance, good health department compliance. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to kick yourself yeah. if you've never been. Once you go, you're going to be like, holy crap. I've been missing this yeah. forever. 
I'll include a link in the show notes, but their website is nelsonsbuffeteria.com. Well, I'll be T-Town bound uh, in the next month. It's definitely going to be on my list of things to do. Because especially if you're going to be there breakfast, not to keep going on and on, but literally if two people can have breakfast and swing through for lunch. And for 20 bucks? For 20 bucks. I'll skip. I don't care about dinner. Give me a good quality breakfast and a good quality lunch for and not breaking my bank. It's it's hard enough spending the gas to drive there. <laughs> yeah, so I ta- I'll take it to go. To do to go? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> uh, after the break, is Oklahoma the best state to retire in? I don't know if I'll ever retire. I'm Raven Rollins, and this is my Southern True Crime podcast where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. All right, so our news story today is from the website creditdonkey.com. My credit right now looks like a donkey. That's why I work two jobs. Headline, Mississippi is the best state to retire on, according to new data from the U.S. Census and others. Hang on a second. Yes, I know. You caused me to pause. Now, when I read the story earlier, I was thinking... Are we are we flipping the switch like we did with Travelodities in the next episode of the show? Is we're, we're only sim- in Mississippi. Only in Mississippi, we're trying to just slowly work our way through the Mississippi Delta. <laughs> no, according to this study, Mississippi is the best state to to retire in. But Oklahoma made the top ten list. We're ahead of forty other states for best state to retire in. But there are more Mississippi River boats that we can gamble our retirement towards in mississippi than there are here we don't have a lot of river boats but i do think we have <laughs> plenty we probably, of casinos we have enough casinos so the study was carried out by banking experts examining all 50 states on nine factors to determine which state is the best to retire in several categories were investigated and okay. factored into an index for an overall score out of a hundred so they included Average salary, annual utility bills, annual medical costs, food and beverage expenditures, car insurance costs, house prices and tax rates, Mm -hmm. crime rates, the population over 65, and the average temperature. Okay. I think it's, it's again, a testament to Oklahoma. Yeah. At least when they're making the list, they checked all of the, for me, if I'm retiring somewhere... Weather's a fact. I mean, all of these things that they're that they're that are part of their research are they're on my list of bucket list items for retirement. You if know, I ever get to retire, that would be what I'm looking for. The thing that that kills me is the list. Yeah, does not include any of the places where people are like, "I'm moving here because there's nothing to do in blah blah such blah such and such." Yeah, it doesn't include any of those places. Right. Crime rate has got to be huge, and all of the places on the top ten list—they're all our neighbors, right? They're not, yeah, they're, they're they're not far away. There's there's nobody going. You know what you should do is retire to New York, New York City. 
Yeah, no, get a rope. You might as well get a rope. <laughs> you might as well get a rope because your retirement's not going to be very fun. No, it's not. You have to walk everywhere. But I thought it was cool. It's, again, like I said, it's one of those things that we're making all of these top lists. Right. Left and right. We used to be on fat lists. Now we're on the fattest place to live. And by fat, I mean P-H-A-T fat. I don't think people use that phrase anymore. They don't? I don't think so. I don't think anybody uses that phrase well, except maybe you. Oklahoma, you're, that should be the new slogan. Oklahoma, you're fat. No, still pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> For retirement. <laughs> if you're tempted to retire, I like come be it. fat in Oklahoma. <laughs> We've moved into November. Movember, which means you're going to shave. I'm not shaving. Me either. Okay. But I will say, I'm pretty sure we've been kicking around the idea of transition music or transition theme into feedback for the entire calendar year 2023. We're starting fresh, day one. So now we're, everything else, that's eh, just, that's back there. That's oh, so in the past. That was then. This but we, is, we still don't have a feedback we don't. stinger. But you know what? Because we can't settle on anything. The days of us sitting down with a recording, like a radio recording studio at our disposal with me working at one end of the, the hall, you working at the other going, plug this in, are over. We don't, we can't, we're two feet away from each other and still can't collaborate. I don't understand it. How did Bernie Toppin and Elton John do it? I don't know how they came up with all those great songs. We do have some feedback from our last episode, the Stakini episode. Oh. By the way, somebody, I have feedback that is not directed towards. No, the, <laughs> I have feedback that was given to me personally uh -huh. and not via any social media or email. So is that what you're about to read or something no, 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 in, no, in no, addition no. to? This is in addition to. Okay. This is not written down, but somebody pointed out that you kept saying Stinkini. Instead of stickini, okay. you kept saying stinkini. Is it somebody we know? <laughs> is that the who we know? It is someone okay. that we know, yeah. All right. <laughs> stinkini. And I thought it was funny. I had to go back and listen, and, and you do it several times. You Okay. Pepper I but I was thinking words like that. Pepperoncini. Pepperoncini. Stinkini. Stickini. I can't. I can't do it. So from Facebook, the team over at Surely You Can't Be Serious. These guys are hot on our trail. Said caught the... Caught this episode this morning. Yeah. Great job, guys. Keep it up. We're kissing cousins. They're in Norman. We're here. They are our people. They are a couple of Gen X guys that do everything I like. They do the... I know you hate top fives. Dude, they've got some killer top fives. I lists. don't hate top fives. I hate your You're, top fives. You hate fives. my top fives. Okay. Yes. Okay. You and I have gone... To, to blows. Mean, to blows over top On fives. top fives. Top fives and three out of fives. <laughs> because you just make <laughs> shit up. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing this out there. If you're into anything 80s, the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast is absolutely for you. Yeah, I'm doing a plan catch up with, with their episodes and kind of like fangirling a little bit. I'll be in literally in the middle of an episode and then I'll leave some feedback like, great job, guys. I really like it. I'm like... I'm a podcaster. I'm a man. Dude, I'm telling you, if you like... I'm the a man that's a fan. If you like the Goonies, yes. you will love this podcast. If you like two guys that don't like horror movies a lot, but will be willing to talk about them and open to suggestions, you will like these guys. So we have more feedback. 
from YouTube, the Annie E. Hmm. I always try to figure out if it's somebody I know. I I don't know. Depends on the feedback. But according to the Annie E from YouTube, sure. She said, I, I've seen something in pink Oklahoma and Kanawha that I can't explain. Both instances, owls were involved. Interestingly enough, Harley, you lived in pink Oklahoma for a time. I did. And you know the weird thing? I've been looking for a little piece of property somewhere. There is a slight possibility that I might have it found. It might go full, might go full circle. I might end up living in pink Oklahoma again. You know, somebody, somebody said something to me the other day about mansplaining. And I said, I don't mansplain. I'm a father of five. Yeah. I dadsplain. Dad's, but go back. One of our harshest, we, you know, I feel like we had a lot of feedback in the travel these days. Cause I guess our subject matter really kind of goads you into, you either loved what we had to say. Or you thought we mansplained. Do you remember that review? Yes. You guys mansplained to I, how do we then what do you say? The th- the thing about the thing that I find is is funny about the mansplaining comment yeah. is we're two guys explaining. Something. No, we're two guys talking to each other. Right. We're like, can you mansplain to another man? What yeah, what is but by definition, what's the true definition of mansplaining? I can look it up. Consult the book of knowledge if you'd like. I've realized that also Google, while you're doing that, is is a, it's highly intelligent. It can take me completely butchering a word and looking it up for me. Okay, so the definition of mansplaining. Okay. Explaining something in a condescending or self-righteous manner, especially as a man to a woman. So, <laughs> one in three podcasts hosted by men. <laughs> I, mean, I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't see it. We don't. Hey, we're dude splaining it, man. We're dude splaining. <laughs> and oh my! I don't goodness. think we explain anything. We don't. Uh, we argue a lot. Yeah, I don't think I don't. But I don't think we've ever explained anything about anything. We've I, been listen. We've been accused of baptizing cats. No, we haven't been a- accused of baptizing cats. We've been accused not literally. We have been accused of sounding like we're baptizing, we're baptizing cats. You've been I I still haven't figured out. Are you the one that sounds like Owen Wilson? I think I'm the one that sounds like Owen Wilson. Okay, say this. Say you're Derek Zoolander, man. You're Derek Zoolander, man. See, I don't know. I don't even. You're Derek Zoolander, man. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know who it is. I don't know. We haven't been we haven't been accused of sounding like anyone else lately. We have been invited to go have a lot of beers. And meetups, chocolate, and chocolate, and yeah. fudge, and hot sauce. Like, yeah, we. <laughs> I'm fine with the feedback. Please I'm invite not, us to something we may not show up to. I'm it's fine. not fine with the feedback. <laughs> the food bag, feedback. So again, I think they're listening though. They're they're sending us messages. We're we're getting the feedback, but we have nothing to. Maybe by the next week or so, we'll have something to bolster the image of our feedback. Now that we're getting steady feedback, there's a. If we get no feedback, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit behind the the wall of sound and create this Phil Spector like intro for our feedback section. We're coming up on 300 episodes. I think it's more than time. That's more than enough time. It's high time to have a feedback stinger. Yeah, you're right. So we'll get to work on that. Maybe by 2024. Maybe. Maybe not. Well, special thanks to the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast and all of our listeners 
here, there, and everywhere. This has been the Only No Case Show. New episodes every single week, whether we like it or not. I'm Brent. And I'm Harley. And we're out of here. Peace. I was talking to somebody the other day. I want your opinion on this. I think we've talked about it. Moon landing, yay or nay? Did we land on the moon? Yeah. I would say yes. But here's my my shorthanded theory as to how we may not have. We were in a, a race to the moon with Russia. Russia was on our dead on our ass. The only way to win America was we had to hit be on the moon first. So why wouldn't we? And why wouldn't we use Stanley Kubrick to do it? Just saying, that's the yeah. But unfortunately, there's so many holes in the, the in the conspiracy side of that. Right. You had ham radio operators all over the world listening in. Listening in. Yeah. You had amateur astronomers. Like, dude, there were so many people that were actual witnesses to the events. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you you have a conspiracy that goes that far, that wide, that deep. So. Then answer me this, you America, we're all about remembering and celebrating and annual this and how can we've never been back? Um dude, I honestly I don't know. Like I Does it, it make any make, sense it that doesn't we make any been sense back? to me at all. No, and if you want to go conspiracy theorists conspiracy theories What? I'm much more inclined to believe something like we ran into something on the moon that we weren't ready for. Is why we haven't been back. Yeah. Why we're going Let's spend a gajillion dollars to go to Mars. But yeah, but we're it's like right here. We can see the moon from the back porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Kind of the, that makes me think of <laughs> Transformers Dark Side of the Moon when they get to the moon and they realize, oh shit. 12,246 Facebook followers. Ugh. 67% women, 32% men. That's not a coincidence. It's always been that way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude! It's rock and roll, rock and roll tonight on the two-headed dragon rock and roll station. You're home for the only no okay show, rock and roll. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Etta James. I'll go blind, or I'd rather go blind. Yeah, it's a good song. She could wail too. I'm singing the rest of it like that so we don't get sued. Shoo do me do me, baby. She got a way to move me. Smile that heals me. Why aren't you playing it? I don't know why it is. You look like Randy Newman. I look like Randy Newman? Yeah. Why are you a dick to me? That's not bad. You know who Randy Newman is? Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. He's like 109. He's a talented singer-songwriter. I mean, goodness gracious. You ready? I'm feeling down. Well, I'm out of the middle of my blade. Well, I'm out of the middle of my die. Well, I'm out of the middle of my blade. Well, I'm out of the middle of my You remember that? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do, sir. Who's that? 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 Who's that
No, tell you what. <laughs> Christopher Cross. Oh, dude, don't do it to me. Don't do it to me. Are you you going to do it to me? Yeah. Saving. That's, that's what you do now with the coupons. It takes me Saving. away to is Okay. <laughs> you don't look at me in the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not okay. Come on. Do that opening. The... Yeah, dude, forget it. He's actually coming in concert to the tower. Number one on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1980, won the Grammy Award for Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best Arrangement. One more after this. Just one. You got to do Arthur on the Rocks, dude. Uh, Arthur's song. Or Arthur's theme. You got to do it. One more. All right, grab your partners and everybody head to the dance floor. One last song. That's right. Once in your life, find someone who turns your heart around. The next thing you know, who's <laughs> in down the town? Wake up and it's with you. The Arthur, Arthur movies Even were funny. You yeah. Wondering to yourself. Dude, I saw a video of a dude that came running out of his house like like it was on like fire. he was wearing like a bathrobe and he ran out of his house and he runs back in and he comes back out and he's wearing a Michael Jackson hat. Yeah. Comes out onto the street and starts doing the Michael Jackson moves. Really? On blacktop. He's out there and somebody's filming the whole thing and he's like and then all of a sudden he starts moonwalking. Looked like the black top was moving and he was standing still. Really? It was brilliant. Wow. That's cool. I thought you were going to say he started moonwalking and his freaking schlock hang out, hung out outside. What's your favorite gross. Michael Jackson song? I, I'm i just going to say it. It's not what you think it is. It's um, 
It's a toss-up between um, human nature and uh, starting something. PYT. PYT is up there too, dude. This is such a badass it's song. A, it's a freaking good song, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna play it. Dude, no. dude, we can't afford that. We no, we definitely to, cannot. We, we can afford to play Christopher Cross. <laughs> we can't. We can barely shamon. You got to be. Yep. Pretty, pretty young thing is. Yeah. But how young? Can we go a little bit? Can we go a little farther there. How? But how young are we talking about? <laughs> dude, somebody was talking about Bill Clinton and that he had been to Jeffrey Epstein's island twenty six times. Dude. I haven't been to Target 26 times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, 27 times. 26 times. 26 times. Who's counting? Ish. 26-ish. Look, I did not inhale that woman or the boy. Huh? Wait, wait, wait. We'll go back. Yeah. The marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah, no, I think PYT is top of the list for me. Top five. You can do that. You can do that. I can top do five. what? You can do top five Michael Jackson songs. That's not hard. It is hard because there are so many really good songs, and about the time you start looking at the list, you're like, oh, no, When you think of, and we'll get to it, celebrity deaths in our generation that hit the hardest, Robin Williams, is he's got to be right at the top. Right at the top. Yeah. That was a hard one. Yeah. Michael Jackson's up there, but... Man, Robin Williams, that was a tough one for me. Richard Pryor, that was another one. Um, was that you? Turning up mute. Shit, I'm kind of having a hard, not a hard time, but with the Matthew Perry one, man, I was like, man, that's just a sad story, man. Poor guy. Yeah, they didn't say how he died, but dude loved cocaine. Yeah, coke and hot water, not a good mix. He was like, like he had openly admitted it, like he had a real coke problem. Yeah. Phil Collins, Chicago, ELO. Bands that spanned a long period of time. That changed. No, over. that I liked mm. a lot. Chicago, dude. Hang on. Stop. Okay. okay. My favorite. Here, my favorite. My favorite. Ugh. Hang on. Don't. They jam, dude. Dude, I'm telling they you. They jam. And they don't get enough credit. No, they don't. They don't. No, here. Um, what? There is a song. Uh, no. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Please don't be something that I'm not allowed to want. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I don't think wrong with acting on piano. Oh, from Blues Brothers. Yeah. Well, I heard about the fella you've been dancing with all over the neighborhood. <laughs> so why didn't you ask me, baby? Or didn't you think I could? Well, I know that the boogaloo is out of sight. But the shingle makes a thing tonight. But if that was you and me, I thought, baby, I'm going to show you how to do it right. Do it right. Shake it, baby. Now we go loop de loop. 
One of the best movies ever. Yeah, that's a great movie. I have a guy I work with, George. He'll probably listen to this. He's it's one of his favorite movies of all time. I haven't seen it near enough in uh, recent yeah. years. No, I haven't either. You boy, you got any bread? I'll have some toasted bread. Well, I've got a jam. dry fried chicken, four fried chicken, chicken and a coke, dry white toast. You all want anything to drink with that? <laughs> we got two hot seedy diamonds. <laughs> they were. They look like your CIA. The tall one, white. Toast, dry, nothing. Yeah, wood. And the other one, four fried chicken. And Jake, shit, the blues, brother. Hi, Jake. Matt, what are you doing? How you doing? How's Joliet? Oh, bad. This is Jake and Elwood, the blues brothers. A blues brother? Hey, money, fool. Ma'am, would it make you feel any better if you knew that what we're asking Matt here to do is a holy? We're on a mission from God. We're on a mission from God. But I'm the man, and you are the woman, and I'll make a decision concerning my life. You better think about what you're saying. You better think about the consequences of your act. Oh, shut up, woman. You better think, think, think about what's trying to do to me. That's a great move. Yes. And Elwood start dancing with, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the backup singers. I, that movie's brilliant. It's brilliant. So I uh, was listening to an interview with uh, Smokey Robinson on the Mark Maron podcast, and he was neighbors with uh, Aretha Franklin. They all lived in the same kind of neighborhood around Motown, and her dad wouldn't allow her to sign with Motown. He said that you had a better, she had a better chance at making more money if she signed with Columbia. That's why she was never on Motown Records, and she signed with Columbia. And it was probably a probably the best move she could have. Nothing against Motown Records, but yeah, she signed with Columbia instead of Motown. The rest is history. Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to somebody about when you would see her 
perform with anyone else, it turns into a sing-off. Yeah. Because li- she's literally trying to get the last note in. She's like, somebody's like, hey, and she's like, ah! And if they try to go, she's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That song with her and uh, George Michael. Oh, yeah. And no man, whatever the hell it is. I don't wonder what it is. And at the end, he's like, oh, no, no. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yes. She's like, no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> I think they finally just said, okay, we got to end it here. <laughs> We're just going to stop. We're going to end it with just yes. Turning off the lights. That's it. <laughs> Fade to black. Three, two, one. And welcome to. I got it. I got it. I got it. Three, two, one.